We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Saturday rolls along. It uh, feels more like early February in these parts. (laughs) Definitely tough one. 23 degrees northwest wind 16 Gusting to 26. Tonight, clouds thin out. Another cold one. Eight above tomorrow. Sunny and 37, as you heard uh, a moment ago. 38 on Monday. 40s on Tuesday. But a rain-snow mix on the way. We go outdoors. Steve Carney joining us. Steve Carney, outdoors.com. And, uh, Steve, I'm sure you're chomping at the bid for open water. Oh, Steve, this weather, I'm telling you, uh, this is a test from God. I really think it yeah. is. It's uh, It just keeps going and going. And, you know, it's been really tough up here in Lakes Country with high winds and uh, icy roads, and it's bad. But I don't know. I've been looking ahead and, you know, hoping for better things. And, you know, I see things turning around maybe in about seven, eight, nine days. And um, right now I'm in the middle of rigging my new boat for this season and, I can't do anything outside, so I might as well rig the new boat. <laughs> Nothing yeah. else. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of dream of warmer weather. I, I stare out at the river, and there, there's no ice, but I have a feeling it's going to be a while before I actually uh, put uh, the old pontoon in for another season because uh, the, the way things are shaping up, you know, high water is going to be a reality, whether you're li- streams, uh, rivers, etc., in this neck of the woods. That'll be a factor, and you know, hopefully, we get that snow, slow snow melt. That you know, we we don't want seventy five degrees and wind and rain. No, you're right, Steve. We need a nice gradual melt. But you know, I'm really kind of worried. I'm not sure this ice is going to be gone before the fishing opener on May thirteenth. I think it's really going to be a close one. We're actually still making ice, and it's almost the first of April. We are not losing ice. We are making ice. So this could be, you know, could set a new record here for late ice. It's just uh, not looking real good right now. But right now I'm kind of, you know, in the middle of getting my boat rigged, and there's a few things I'm changing this year. Um, I'm actually joining the 21st century and going with a little bit more uh, sophisticated trolling motor on the front that actually has what's called a spot lock. And that will lock me using GPS on a particular spot, like if I'm, you know, working a brake line or whatever, and I want to stay there, I can actually hit a button and boom, I stay right there. So kind of looking forward to that. That's going to be kind of a new thing. And um, canvas covers, too, I'm working on that right now. Um, most of the commercial covers out there are not very good quality. I tell people, you know, go find a really good canvas guy and have them make a, a custom 
canvas cover for your boat, and you're going to end up spending the same amount of money, and you're going to get a lot better quality. So a couple things to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the Spotlock feature and the electronics, we've talked a lot over the years. This is really cool. Uh, you know, the, the, the ability to have that trolling motor do the work with the help of GPS. Yeah, it's really very complicated. I've been reading the book and trying to, you know, catch up on what I need to know. And, you know, I'm old school. I use my my right foot to hold me on my spots. And, you know, with the wind, you know, you learn that over the years, how to, you know, control your boat and hold it in the wind. But this spot lock, even with wind, it, you know, will hold you in a particular position. So um, another kind of interesting fact is you can run that trolling motor from the back of the boat with a remote around your neck, which is a whole different world for me. And I'm going to have to learn it and, you know, figure it out. But you can actually run that from the back of the boat. And that's critical in high wind situations when you're in the front of the boat, you're higher up um, on the bow. And when you have heavy wind, you know, you're bouncing up and down and it's a little bit, you know, tricky up in the front of the boat. But now with this remote, you can sit in the back of the boat very comfortable and run it you know, no matter what the wind's doing. So I think it's a real game changer, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And also I'm adding RPM control, Steve, this year, which um, I highly recommend. It's something on upboard motors that is not standard. This is something you have to ask for and have it put on, and it's very inexpensive. And it basically gives you the ability to drop those RPMs down when you're trolling, you know, plugs or crankbaits, and you can get down under one mile an hour, just by hitting the button and dropping it down, down, down. It's it's a really cool innovation. It's been around for a couple of years or so, but I highly recommend that for, you know, boat shoppers right now that are putting outboards on, you know, boats and doing what, you know, whatever. Make sure you got that RPM control on there. It's very important. Yeah, that, that sounds like a handy feature. And you brought up Canvas, and over the years I've had a number of boats, runabouts, uh, and, and certainly pontoons, and the, the canvas covers they don't last forever and i i got a word to the wise if you're thinking about that get in early because but by the time uh open water season they are booked out so that that is something you want to be on right now yeah you know what's nice about a custom cover steve is you can have they'll they'll draw an actual template of your boat and then there's various options on how they can attach that with with S hooks on the gunnels, or they can use bungee cords, but they can work with you to actually custom fit it. Whereas these these um, commercial um, covers, they're not very good quality, and they're like a thousand dollars, eleven hundred dollars, and you know the attachments are plastic and kind of cheap. And I'm not impressed. I've seen a lot of different versions out there. And you're going to spend the same amount of money having a custom guy make the cover. So if you're going to have a boat, you're going to keep it for a while. I highly recommend you do that because you're going to be much happier. And it's very important when you're on interstates and, you know, you're going 75 miles an hour. Absolutely. And if you've got a crummy cover on there, it's not going to stay put. So having a custom cover is really critical. Well, Steve, always good to visit with you. Hang in there. Uh, warmer days are on the way at some point. I hope so, Steve. I'm climbing the walls, but we always do at this time of the year, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it gets tough the end of March, uh, a lot of years. All right. Uh, good to visit with you, Steve. We'll do it again in a week. Sounds great, Steve. Take care, man.
Steve Carney joining us on the Jen Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Quick break. Andy Greeter comes back. Uh, the Loons, new player in town. Of course, we're still waiting on Reynoso, but uh, uh, the Loons get back at it tonight against Colorado. And we'll get the very latest from Andy Greeter of the Pioneer Press on Minnesota United FC here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Loons in Colorado. As the MLS season continues, uh, winter hanging on here in the upper Midwest. Uh, the Loons return next week. Uh, to sort it all out, Andy Gritter joins us from the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Uh, and Andy joining us on the Jen Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Andy, uh, the, the Loons have uh, got to be excited. They, they've spent some money and brought in a player. Yeah, so they're uh, finalizing a deal for a, a South Korean 20-year-old attacker named Jong Sang-bin. Uh, my, my best friend happens to be South Korean, and he sent me a, a pronunciation for him. So it's, it's an exciting opportunity for Minnesota to, to bring in a young player. Uh, they're spending you know, $2.5 million in a transfer fee uh, to Wolverhampton Wanderers, which is a club in the English Premier League. It doesn't get any bigger league-wise in the world, then the English Premier League. Uh, he's a young, promising winger who was uh, put out on loan from Wolves to a club called Grasshopper Club Zurich in, in, in Switzerland. And, uh, you know, he's a young player. Uh, he's, he had trouble adjusting uh, to play in Europe, but it's a player that Minnesota is very, very high on. You know, they don't do a lot of formal press conferences when they bring in a player and they're going to do one here next week for Zhong Sang Bin. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an opportunity to, to, uh, you know, reinforce the attacking front line and, and do it with a player from, from Asia. Yeah. And this, this is probably a, a big part of the fact that Renault Uso is still not available. Really no timetable, really no, news on that front is there Andy so I, I'm, I'm sure they're looking at options and this uh, a, appeared to be the best option right now to add some scoring punch yeah you know so they they play different positions uh Zhong is uh, is a winger uh Reynoso is kind of a, a central creating playmaker uh you know they they've got this this thing in, in major league soccer called the under 22 initiative and, and what it is is uh kind of a budget category for for teams to go out and and spend on young players that are under 22 years old and kind of be able to to spend money that that kind of doesn't count against the cap and is is able to take a risk on on younger guys and and minnesota had two of these spots open going into the year the plan was always to try to add in this category and bring in players that they feel can can grow along with the team and and be along be around for three, four, five years. I don't think that, you know, this is a, a Reynoso fill-in. This was something that was that was in the works for a long time when they when they fully expected Reynoso to be part of the mix. And yeah. yeah, there isn't there isn't any sort of other news on Reynoso. But yeah, I think, you know, with Adrian Heath, he's always been the type of guy to, you know, always try to focus his managerial aspects on bringing in attacking players, it's, it's been a bit of a revolving door. They haven't had a huge, uh, you know, attacking threat, and, and they've, it's been more of a, a piecemeal. It's been more of a by-committee approach, and, and they hope he's able uh, to help that cause here later on this year. 
Yeah, and it, when when you look at what Minnesota United FC has done so far this season, they get the surprising three points down in Dallas. They come home, get a point. Now they're out in in Colorado, and they and checking out uh, your your story in the Pioneer Press. They haven't done much in Colorado, so if they can go out there and and even get a point, that would be an improvement. Yeah, for sure. So you know, since they moved into MLS in 2017, they haven't got a win uh, in Colorado, and this is a great opportunity to be able to do so because the Rapids haven't scored a goal in three games. Uh, they don't have a win in three games. It's been a really rough start for the Rapids. So Minnesota needs to go and, and at least get one and potentially grab all three points tonight uh, because the other part of the equation is is you know, six players, maybe even seven players, are going to be leaving the team after this weekend. Uh, five of them starters, maybe six of them starters. If if uh, Kamar Lawrence does go to Jamaica, so they're going to be really shorthanded next week. Um, and Vancouver, I don't think they're going to have as many international players away for national team duties in the FIFA window. So it's imperative that Minnesota at least gets one point and maybe three, just given the fact that they're going to be. So shorthanded next week. Yeah, and that that's just part of the deal, though, Andy, that um, it, especially as casual fans of the sport get used to, you know, the, these various windows open and, and one players can come and go. And then, of course, yeah. uh, their, their international duties, uh, it is extremely important for these players to be able to fulfill those duties. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where you get it in baseball a little bit with the World Baseball Classic, sure. where players are away and playing for their national team, and it's 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 rare to see it in, in baseball, and it happens during preseason. Uh, it's unfortunate that it happens during the middle of of the MLS schedule. Most yeah. leagues around the world take breaks during international duty, and there have been options in the past for clubs like Minnesota, who have so many players that play for their national team, to take a a break as well uh, during the international duties. But uh, unfortunately, that's not an op- option, it sounds like, uh, in the current setup for MLS. Uh, so they got a soldier on with the team that they have, even if they're going to be missing, you know, key players like Dan St. Clair and Michael Boxall and Robin Lud. And, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for them to show off the depth that they think that they have. And, you know, they're, they're struggling – to score goals without Reynoso and Robin Lud is is a key piece that's been filling in in a in a type of central attacking midfield role and now you're going to be losing him and, and the cupboard is is pretty thin behind him so again I think that's why it's important for Minnesota to to go on the road to a struggling Colorado Rapids team and get all three points tonight. All right, to to bring up the Reynoso topic again, this this seems so strange. Um, is is there any sense on what's going on at some point? Will, will the loons get frustrated to the point where they shut the door? Is it just the door open, hoping that at some point he does decide to return to the club? Uh, you know, I mean, it, he's, he has personal issues, and I, I told you last week, Steve, that it's kind true. of leave it at that. But, um, yeah, he's, he's supposed to be here. He's not limited to to come to Minnesota uh, to leave Argentina and, and play for his team. And that's why he's been suspended without pay by the league. Um, I think they, they know what they have in Reynoso. Um, they're hoping that Reynoso knows what he has uh, in his club. 
and they're saying, okay, it's a 34-game season. Uh, we're two now going to be three games into it. We're going to take the long view. Uh, I, I wonder, as you know, we talk about transfer windows and then bringing in Chung Zing, Sung Bin, that's going to close in, in April. And I imagine that at that point there's likely going to be some sort of idea or resolution or kind of a, a deadline, I guess, as to where they go forward with or without him. Um, I think they're still trying to look at the at the long view. Uh, it's something that I ask about weekly, and it's been for weeks now that there's really no update, and, and that's kind of where it's been. But I think once the primary transfer window closes here in April, I think that might be an opportunity uh, to see where they're where they're at, and, and if they're able to get a resolution, he's able to come, or they start thinking about the long-term play uh, without Reynoso as part of their future. Andy Greeter joining us from the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Once again, the Loons get Colorado tonight on the road. Andy, i got to get one of your thoughts. You cover Golden Gopher football, Golden Gopher men's basketball in the winter months. Uh, so far in the tournament, this is unbelievable. Number one Purdue, a number one seed, loses to a 16. It, it's just been absolutely insane the first two days of this tournament. Yeah, it's been it's been fun to see the amount of wow. upsets and uh, you know kind of the the drama that that is March Madness. It's 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 amazing to see how this tournament just gives back to fans of college basketball on a yearly basis. I think it's it's one of the greatest sporting events there is, just because of the opportunities for Farley Dickinson to upset a Purdue and how Farley Dickinson didn't even win their their conference tournament, be able to get into March Madness and how they had, I think, you know, a dozen or so losses and, you know, just really a, a, a team that is, is really a Cinderella to come in and, and knock off, you know, the Big Ten's champion uh, is, has been remarkable to have a 16-beat-1 for the second time since the tournament expanded, you know, 40 years ago almost. Uh, it's been great to see. You know, it was, I watched part of it at, a, at an Irish bar in the suburbs last night and, Everyone was wearing green and watching the end of that game uh, with their mouth open, just given the fact that it, it was such a historic you know, upset. It was great to see. Yeah, and it is amazing how the landscape has changed in college basketball. And COVID had a lot to do with it. Uh, the, the, the transfer portal is a huge part of it. Name, image, likeness. Um, it, it, it really is in the last three to five years changed a ton. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about it on Thursday, the last time the Gophers made the tournament. I think it was in 2019, and they were that first game on Thursday. And and uh, you, you see the fact that they're so far away from making the tournament, not to bring it to the Gophers exclusively, but, you know, just the tournament is like we talked about a couple minutes ago. is It's such a fun, chaotic, wild, entertaining environment to – to have the Gophers miss out for you know three years in a row now is just such a shame because you know for lovers of sports it's it's the greatest out there as far as the tournament goes and and the Gophers have missed out and and uh, it's unfortunate to see that that's the case because you know when when you're able to have your local team be a part of it it, it really raises the level and, and brings everybody on board instead of just the the casual basketball fans are going to watch anyway. Well, Andy, it's good to visit with you. Thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Take care.
All right, there is Andy Greeter of the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. It is 431. We'll have an update on the weather. Still much more to come. We've got an early Timberwolves start tonight. Pre-game 530 Cal Soderquist. We'll have uh, the tip-off after 6. Timberwolves in Toronto to take on the Raptors tonight. Following the weather in a moment, Phil Miller covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. They got beat by the Pirates 7-4 to down in Grapefruit League action. Cal Soderquist, we just mentioned him. He'll have a preview of the pregame show uh, on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Jess Myers from the rink live all between now and 5.30 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twin- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Fall in the Grapefruit League to the Pirates today, 7-4. to four. Trevor Larnick hit a home run. Uh, he's on track to come north with the team this year. We know he's going to come north. His name is Phil Miller. He covers the Twins for the Star Tribune uh, and joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Phil, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing very well, Steve. <laughs> We're less than two weeks now. Less yeah, than two in, weeks from the opener. Yeah, it, it it is kind of funny. We get to that point where... I'm sure you get the sense that, that the players and everyone's ready for it to be over and let's go north, let's get started. It's interesting. Every year there's a, there's an excitement about about arriving in camp and yep. you do that for a week and then the games start and then you fall into the routine and then then there's this two-week period where it's just, it's just over and over and over and over and the pitchers start wondering how many times they can cover first base on a – ground ball to the right side, and the <laughs> outfielders wonder just how many relay throws they're going to have to make. And and, and then it's almost like a, a switch goes off, and everyone goes, hey, the season starts next week, and uh, the intensity ramps up again. We're, we're getting towards the end of the, uh, of the dog days part. It's been a little weird this year because of so many of the players left to go play in the WBC, but uh, – we're definitely in that now. I had a staff member say to me, "Man, if you don't uh, 
if you don't want to do the same thing day after day after day, you're in the wrong business here. Yeah. Uh, it, it has been warm. Weather's generally been good down in Florida for the spring training games. What what came out of the broadcast today with, with Corey and Danny in the 7-4 loss of the Pirates was that the, there was some action in a minor league game involving Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, and Alex Kirilov. I went down there. I uh, sat in the front row and watched it. And I have to say, uh, it was the, they were putting the AAA Red Sox uh, team, and uh, Buxton led off all four innings for the Twins. And uh, uh, Carlos got three at-bats, and uh, Kirilov got two, and also played the field, which the others didn't. And I got to say, I, uh, I feel bad for those Red Sox pitchers uh, having to pitch to Byron Buxton because he was on everything. Uh, took a walk his first time up, and then hit the ball hard uh, the next three for a double and two singles. Wow! And they have been very careful with Byron Buxton and Alex Kirilov. And obviously, you mentioned those three names—a huge part of what the Twins hope to have in the lineup more days than not in twenty-three. Yeah, and uh, I, I think uh, Buxton looks good enough at the plate. I, I would not expect him to play much outfield early in the season, uh, in cold weather anyway. Maybe uh, down in Miami they'll uh, put him out there. I, I, I suspect he will be the designated hitter for, I don't know, half or two-thirds of the Twins games until the weather warms up because his his knee is uh, surgically repaired. But it hasn't slowed him at the plate, boy. He uh, he looks ready. He hasn't played in an actual major league game uh, yet, but uh, but he he looks absolutely ready. Uh, Correa was just trying to stay sharp. He is playing in the major league game again tomorrow, and uh, uh, Kirilov, uh, he he uh, I'll say he looked uh, pretty good at the plate, and he uh, he plays a a slick infield. Uh, I know they're worried about him uh they don't want him to start badly they want to make sure he's absolutely ready so they might hold him back a week or two but uh um you know he he looked like he's uh playing without much problem uh, right now too so it's strange for the twins but the injury news is mostly pretty good yeah and and really with with kirilov you, you get this sense i don't know if anybody said this publicly but after the, the the big surgery on the wrist, this has got to work because I don't know what else there is that the medical staff or, or a surgeon could do to help Kirilov. So it's really important they get this right. Yeah, it's two surgeries for him, two years in a yeah. row. But last year's was definitely the feeling of, well, we've never done this on an athlete, but let's give this a try because, uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're kind of out of ideas. They, they shave down the bone to uh, – to where it was bone on bone contact in his uh, in his wrist, they shaved one of them down so the tendons and uh, ligaments can move freely, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a surgery that I'm not aware of any other baseball player uh, ever have having had before. So it shows you that uh, there was a feeling of of this is this is all we've got. So uh, yeah, but uh, the news is it looks like it has worked. The uh, one part about having surgery that no one else has ever had is they're not real sure about the timeline. They're just uh, kind of guessing. But uh, he seems more and more confident as the spring 
has gone on. So um, if he stays here for a little extra time, I don't think it will be very, very much time. I think he'll be in uh, target field, um, I would guess, sometime in April. Uh, how much concern about uh, Tyler Malley's start on Friday? Uh, didn't go particularly well. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's uh, all that much uh, concern. Uh, he he had said he was uh, still trying, uh, still trying some new pitches, or well, one new pitch that he's uh, trying to get down. Uh, he did say that um, that the pitch mix, that the uh, the, the uh, pitch plan that they had wasn't necessarily what it would be during the game, and you know they also guys have bad games. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody is particularly uh, concerned yet. I saw him in the clubhouse today, and uh, he seemed in a pretty good mood. So uh, I think it's just one that you write off and put behind you. You know they each they each have basically three more starts until it's uh, it's real, and so each one will. Uh, pick up a little more intensity and uh, and we'll see how he does there but as we've said before the twins have a couple of guys in waiting behind him so if there's anything that holds up any of the five frontline starters um, unlike a lot of years they're kind of positioned pretty well to uh, make a move yeah and Ken Tamaeda uh, continues to get ready for the 23 season he'll pitch tomorrow against the Braves, and so far this uh, so good for Maeda this spring. Yeah, and it's easy to keep track of uh, what's going on with Kenta because there's always three or four uh, reporters from Japan uh, <laughs> in the uh, press box in the clubhouse that uh, follow him, uh, that are really here only to cover him. And so uh, it's interesting. Uh, I uh, They were in the clubhouse all standing together today, and, and I said uh, – Oh, where's Kenta? And three of them in unison said, ride in the stationary bike. It's like, okay, you guys, uh, they're on top of it. Um, <laughs> he is, uh, he is looking, uh, he's, he is, uh, looking pretty good. He is, uh, he is, uh, smiling and, uh, um, you know, you can see how much it means to him to be back after being away from the team for a whole year. Uh, I, he seems, uh, he seems pretty confident. I, I, I think the only injury concern that the Twins really have now, and it's not really an injury concern, it's uh, I, I, I think they're going to announce pretty soon that Jorge Polanco uh, won't won't go north with the team, won't start the season with him. And it's not because uh, he's not healthy. It's because they've been so cautious with his health that uh, they're concerned that that he's not uh, ramped up enough, that they he has had some – achiness in the, his knee, which was not fixed by surgery. They just kind of let it uh, uh, heal and rehab uh, with just rest. And uh, so they have been very, very careful with him. And any time he feels anything, they kind of backed off. He's been examined a couple times, though, and has been cleared. And I think, uh, I think they feel good about uh, his health. But I think they're going to... Um, they're going to leave him behind for a week or two just to uh, get some more at-bats before they uh, throw him into the regular season. And uh, who would uh, fill the gap, you know, more often than not for him at, at second base? Well, they've got they, – they have been using Nick Gordon there. They uh, have acquired uh, Donovan Solano, and they have Kyle Farmer. All of them are experienced second basemen. Plus uh, – 
the guy who's led the team in uh, in hits and extra base hits this spring, Willie Castro, is uh, an experienced infielder that they picked up from the Tigers uh, this offseason. I think he's going to make the team, um, at least while while uh, Jorge gets some more at-bats. So it might just be temporary, but he could get uh, some playing time too. He has, he has been a revelation, and he is only 24 or 25 um, and has looked pretty good. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the update today. And weather-wise, you, you haven't missed much at home, but I'm sure you've heard that. I hear it every day. Uh, it, it, uh, it's it's amazing how many conversations start with, did you hear about the snowstorm back home? Yes, right. yes. And, and it right, feels, Steve. Yeah, it feels like early February today. So uh, in, enjoy, Phil. Always good to chat with you. Okay, you too, Steve. Take care. All right. Phil Miller joining us, covers the Twins for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com and courtesy of the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Quick break, Cal Soderquist will join us. Timberwolves early start on a Saturday, pregame 5.30, tip after 6 from north of the border in Toronto. Uh, Second night of a back-to-back, we'll get an update on Ant, hopefully from Cal momentarily here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Wild get beat ahead at home by the Bruins today, a 5-2, number one team in the NHL. The Bruins 52-11-5. Absolutely insane, the tear. They're on Wild and Caps tomorrow. Timberwolves on the radio tonight. Second night of a back-to-back. Not only did they lose to the Bulls on Friday night in Chicago in two overtimes, Anthony Edwards went down with a sprained ankle. He has been ruled out. Cal Soderquist from the Timberwolves Radio Network joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And Cal, Friday night was tough on a number of levels, but right at the top, the ant injury. That that looms huge for the Wolves. It, it certainly does, and you're absolutely right. You know, it's rare that um, a double overtime game that had all the swings that, that that one did last night is not, you know, the A topic from the yeah. game. But but really, it's it's that ankle injury that Ant sustained in the first quarter, and um, it's really going to be an uphill climb for the Timberwolves. You know, we don't have any sort of a a timeline yet on on when we should suspect him to return. Um, but even in in the short term, you know, the Wolves are really kind of in a you know game by game, quarter by quarter type mentality right now in terms of where they're at in the West. And, and they're really going to have to have all hands on deck, especially offensively, in terms of what uh, they were asking Ant to do, um, you know, over these last couple of weeks. Yeah, and it's incredible his durability. Uh, Alan Horton, who will call the game tonight, sent out a tweet, started 94 consecutive games, including play-in and playoffs. And, you know, he, he's just been the rock for this team uh, throughout this long-term injury to Carl Anthony Towns. You know, D'Angelo Russell was traded, Mike Conley comes in, uh, but but Anthony Edwards has been a constant. He has. I, I think, you know, he prides himself on that. He's talked a lot about um, how much fun he has uh, to, to play the game, obviously, A, and then I think, um, you know, his comments at All-Star when, when he made that team and got to go to Salt Lake City, I think those kind of grabbed headlines as well when he talked about, um, you know, he thinks guys should play every night if they're healthy, or, or at least that's that's his opinion, and, you know, for a guy his age. Um, and you kind of touched on it, but, you know, he would, be, he would be out there if he could, certainly. 
Um, and and I think the team is is you know in terms of what they were asking him asking him to do offensively after the trade of D'Angelo Russell. You know when when a game gets down close, if it, if it's a one possession ball game one way or the other, and you need a bucket, Ant is is already one of the best in the game at creating a look for himself. And obviously Carl Anthony Towns can do that and and score with with the best of them, but but he's been out for quite some time. And D'Angelo Russell was able to do that too. We we saw D'Lo come alive and really put the team on his back in in some fourth quarters um, during his time here as a Timberwolf. But since that trade last month that sent D'Lo to L.A., you know, Mike Conley certainly lit it up last night, and that game would, would not have gone an extra 10 minutes. If, if Mike hadn't been feeling it from deep. But he is more of a, a pass-first guy. He's going to always try to keep the ball moving uh, moving and look for his teammates. So Ant's been having to do a lot of it, and I think it's going to have to be you know a by-committee thing with Ant out. And um, something Chris Finch said post-game, I think the way he phrased it, body movement, ball movement. The guys are going to have to move around, back cut screens, and the ball's going to have to be flying around to, uh, to keep opposing defenses on their toes. All right, Cal, we only have about a minute before the news. What's coming up on the pregame show tonight? Yeah, it'll be a, an important conversation between Allen and head coach Chris Finch. You know, they'll, they'll break down yep. some of the X's and O's on, on what it'll look like without Ann out there on both ends. Maybe we'll get more of a definitive update from, from Finch in terms of uh, any sort of a, a rough timeline for Ant. And then we'll have some fun. You know, the, the tournament, uh, the men's NCAA tournament's well underway. We will talk with Nikhil Alexander-Walker, um, who made the, switch, the Sweet 16 with Virginia Tech. We'll relive some of those March memories with nice. him. All right, very good. Cal, thanks for the time. Look forward to it. Cal Soderquist, Timberwolves Radio Network, pregame show at 5.30. Alan Horton with all the play-by-play from Toronto. And Toronto's been a tough spot for the Timberwolves over the years. Uh, I, I'm sure there'll be mention of uh, the uh, long drought north of the border uh, for the Timberwolves as well. 26 degrees here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Two state champions have been crowned. Championship Saturday at Girls Basketball at Williams Arena over at the U. Uh, Mountain Iron Buell beat Bold in the 1A title game. Providence Academy beat Albany in the 2A championship. 3A and 4A coming up tonight. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 